Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? My stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. People who can see the end. Are you one of those people? See the end of what? All the goodness. Well, I hope not. I think I think things are winding to a close. And I'm not sure how I feel about it all, overall. But I think we're gonna you and I are gonna look back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In like two thousand five will have been the high water mark. Man, shut up. I'm just saying I don't need that kind of doom. I'm just saying we'll look back and go, that was when things were the best. We didn't have the economy was going fucking gangbusters. Everybody could have a house, new cars coming out your butthole. Every, nobody had to look for a job. 2005 is going to be the year we look back. Five years from now, 2015, zombies, machetes, shotgun riding motorcycle gangs in the streets. Out. Just saying. Just saying. Anyway, this episode number 669, information. Do we have some of that this time? They probably will not want any of this information mm. because it is none of it is good. I wonder if we should change it. Should we we talk about this every one about every couple hundred shows about making the show more positive, or should we embrace the darkness and just go full black all the time? I don't know. We we I think we try to balance it. No, I think we should, but that's what I'm they saying. Make it too easy to lean. Do you think it's side. Do you think it would be better just to de- dedicate to one side or the other, either all good or all bad? No, because that's not know. how life is. I know, I mean, but I, ups and I downs. Just, I'm and... just saying. I'm just saying. They're the calls. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. I was just wondering, because the other day I was taking a look at media of different sorts, mm-hmm. and it's not balanced. That's why it works. You know what I'm saying? I understand that, but it's we're like not a, trying to be like everybody else. I, I know, but I'm just saying it's like a self-fulfilling feedback loop. Like, yeah, if you but, listen to Rush Limbaugh, he feeds you crazy, mm-hmm. and you stay in that crazy circle, and you feed back into him, and it, it gets crazier and crazier. Did you hear him the other day when the Chinese people were here to talk to our president mm-hmm. and tell him how shit was going to be, which I know is what happened. Chinese premier showed up and said, right. Barry, listen, this is how the shit's got to be. And you don't have to fucking like it anymore, but you're not the big man now. So shut the fuck up and sit down. He was saying that uh, he was offended. Russia was saying he was offended because they weren't speaking English during interviews. They had translators. And he yeah. said they were going. Ching, chong, 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 chong. And it was annoying. You shouldn't say that. That's rude. Is that what he said? Though, yes. That it was annoying. Yes. And he made fun of their, the way they talked. He actually well, said, hello. ching chong, chong, ching chong, chong, like that. You can't do that. No, that's not nice. That's what I'm saying. You can't do that. But here's uh, the unless thing. Unless you're I, on I idiot get... abro- the Idiot Abroad. If you're not watching Idiot Abroad on the Science Channel, you are missing it. That was probably the funniest hour of TV I've seen in a decade. It is quite humorous. He's in China. Uh, what night is it on? I don't care. Use well, your fucking DVR. It's on the science it's channel. It. It's called Idiot Abroad. It's by Ricky Gervais. Okay, and but as far as you were talking hilarious. about about balance, though, e- right. equally annoying are the broadcasts, podcasts, blogs, whatever, that try to be, like, ultra-positive, because then they just come off fake. No, I, I understand, but if people but people understand, if I want to be positive, that's where I'll go. If I just want to try to drench myself so. and, you know, I guess so. the pee from the bluebird of happiness, that's where I head. Uh, we're just keeping it real. I'm thinking about going full dark all the time. No. Just bad shit See, I constantly. can't do that. All right. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. Show's over.
Aww. Tim doesn't let me do what I want to do. I let you do some of it. I got to rein you in. That's how it works. So the other day, our child, we, we determined that she was afflicted by things that were not going away. And she was starting to become weak and pathetic and gross. Well, we talked about it on the last show. Right. She was just sick all the time. She was getting weird growths under her skin. And she was run down constantly. And the slightest thing would set off like a bizarre uh, immune system overreaction. Right. right? So we're just like, we just, just, let's go to the doctor and figure all this shit out. Mm -hmm. So you finally, after fighting with the doctor, get in to see her. Right. Yeah. You have to bring two kids because the doctor's too busy to see just one kid at a time. Right. So you bring thing two and thing three, and oh look at that. Thing three doesn't have scoliosis. Big fucking shock. Well, she still does. It's just she not, doesn't. It's it's very minimal. She, she doesn't. I I, I don't think she does either. She I, mean, I don't think I think she'll end up outgrowing it. I, I here's what I think happened. The not. doctor looked at the insurance we had and said, Oh, I get to do three free scolio scanning screenings for this family in a year, and I'm gonna do them all. That's what I think happened. Well, yeah, well, maybe. So, anyway, she doesn't have scoliosis. Big fucking chalk. Did you ever go to school with anybody that actually had scoliosis? Yes. Okay. The shit is not something no, you I know. Sco- they have braces and stuff. No. I mean, I, I went to school with somebody that did not get their scoliosis treated oh. properly. No, that's not good. She lived on your street. Or close to your street. She didn't get it. She had scoliosis until we were like seventh, eighth grade, and then they put her in a brace. Right? Mm-hmm. She looked like the fucking hunchback in Notre Dame. Oh, stop. I'm just saying. It wasn't like you went, oh, does she or doesn't she? She does. Her spine is as crooked as a fucking question mark. I know, but there's degrees of the affliction. I mean, it's not, it's just right. like anything. Right. You could have a slight curvature that right. doesn't really require doesn't any require anything and you never needed to be told about it and you'll be fine. Right? That's true. It's like all the shit with heart murmurs. 99.9% of people that have, have a heart murmur, if they never knew about it, it would never affect them. So anyway, so you're in there getting scoped out. Now, the thing that concerned us the most were these growths that she was starting to get on her arms. Right. Right. And you were throwing around arthritis. I was throwing around cancer because these are things that happen. Right. And the, the growths were weird. They weren't. Anytime something starts growing off one of your bones, I get concerned about it. I think anybody would. So, the doctor looks at them, and she decides one of them is a calcium deposit. Right. Right? And I said, I, well, that figures. Our child drinks half a cow's worth of milk every fucking day. That. Okay. You can say it has nothing to do with she that. She said it had nothing to do with the amount right. of calcium that you ingest. Right. And I think that if you drink a gallon of milk and six blocks of cheese every day, maybe your body's going to start trying to find places to put that calcium that you're stashing away. Like a squirrel with nuts. You know what I'm saying? Doctors also used to tell me that smoking was not bad. Remember that? I don't ever remember that. Really? No. You don't remember that? No. We watched a movie about that. Yeah, like, but saying ne- I was never specifically step. told You, you weren't that. then, but I'm just saying. The doctors get their marching orders from the dairy industry now. But her other one, they looked at, and what did they tell you that it was? And this kind of befuddles me that they just decided this is what this was. It was a subcutaneous... uh staph abscess okay did they take a swab of any sort no did they stick a needle in it and see if anything came out here's the thing they looked at her history the history that she's had of the weird right 
overreactions to right. things, and that's what they determined it was. Okay. So, with no diagnostic test uh, other than eyeballs, mm-hmm. they decided she's got a staph they infection touched li- it. living in her body. And, deter- and that it was hot. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing that makes me mad about this, and the thing that if I had been you in that doctor's office, I would have punched her right in the cunt. We've been trying to get her in there for weeks to see this doctor. Mm-hmm. If if she had the kind of staff that goes ape shit and devours your flesh, this year I'm going with us. Yes, but here's the thing. If it had gotten to that point, we would have taken her somewhere else. Right. But when we first found it, we, it wasn't a problem. And if it got to that crazy ass point, we had to go to the emergency room. It would have been the doctor's fault. Right? Well, I did tell her that. I mean, I pointed out the fact that it took me far too long to get her in. Right. And that we'd been a patient of hers for a long for, time. Uh, for fucking ever. Now, we did find out there's a secret magic code word. To get an appointment, right? You well, have to I ask have to for an advance. You have to ask for an advance appointment. Now, mm-hmm. this, despite the fact that the front desk told you no such thing existed, right? But oh, look at that! It does. It does. But she told me if it didn't work, that I was just to ask for her nurse, and right. they would get me in. So now I've got my own secret in, so I don't have to worry about it anymore. But, I just feel bad for everybody else. That <laughs> but does. this is this is what I'm saying. It's unreasonable, and even the doctor went, "Well, that's crazy." She did. She was appalled. Well, well, bitch, it's your office. I know. It's just there's too many people working out there. It's a big practice, so she's not the only doctor there. I understand, but I would think you would have got a memo when they said we're not taking appointments anymore. Well, I made sure to stroke her ego first by telling her that I preferred to see her because she was one that took me seriously and didn't brush my concerns aside. Did you rub her nipples? No, cut it out. Was there scissoring involved? No. Okay, I'm just checking. So, basically... So thing two has a staph infection. That means she's got to take an oral antibiotic. She also has a topical antibiotic that she puts on the actual bump. And she has to put it in her nose. Because apparently that's where the staph infection hides. Right. In your nostrils. She's a carrier, I guess. And so she gets a scratch or whatever. She's prone to getting a staph infection. That's not cool. I cannot wait till all these kids are out of my house and on their own. Oh, well, I know, but now the other things are treating her like she's like this big plague carrier, okay. it is even a, though she's been a, walking around right. with it for God knows how long. Right, but it, it's a little scary. It is a little bit okay. scary. that's all I'm saying. And has, is, the, is the, uh, any of this shit actually working? It is. Okay. It's, yeah, the bump on her arm is shrinking. Well, that's good. And she's feeling better, so. Win-win. Did she post about it on Facebook? She did not. Did she post and go, the pain, my suffering is so great. I just want it all to end. She did not. Hmm. You know who did post that? Pretty much in exactly those terms, it, right? Almost exactly that phrasing. I mm-hmm. want the pain to stop and go away forever. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. My 11-year-old posted that on Facebook. <laughs> well, here's the thing. We were all in the living room yes. watching TV. We're all hour. laughing and have a good time. Well, she is posting how she wants to end it all on right. Facebook. Now. And then I come in here and I read it and I'm like, what the F? And What is that? Okay. Now, to back up a little bit further, just the week before, she was being a complete asshole. Remember that? She was yes. She was causing fights. Oh, yes. And I said, go, go to your to room. Your room. And I said, don't come out. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. Meaning, get away from everyone. You are becoming a monster. And no one else needs to put up with your bullshit right now. Right. Now, there was yelling. I will not deny that there was yelling. Because she was 
completely losing her fucking mind. Mm-hmm. She goes back to her room, busts mm-hmm. out her phone, and starts sending text messages to God and everybody <laughs> that she's scared of me and she doesn't know what's going to happen. Uh huh. She's trapped in her room. She's trapped and in she her room. She can't escape. She doesn't know what's going to happen to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I see her texting. I take her phone away and I look and see what she's texted and I'm flipping out. No, I'm the one that found it because I went back there and she was fucking texting. Remember that? Yeah, and I or took we it. told her that she had to text yeah, her friends that she God. was fine. Yes. And she would talk to them in the morning. <laughs> yes. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Do And I tried to explain to her. I understand that you're upset with me. I'm upset with you too. Do you understand that when you tell the world that you're afraid of me and you don't know what's going to happen to you, there is a very good chance someone's going to knock on the door and take you away. Right. And I won't stop them. Right. So, okay, (laughs) fast forward another week, and then she's posting on Facebook. Yes, that she wants to end it all. Yeah. Now, mind you, you she's got like 100 friends on there and family members. And her teachers. And some of her teachers. Yes. Yeah. And... It's all, of course, everybody's like showing this concern. Oh, it'll all get better, whatever. Oh, my God. And I, I, I was so confused because we had just spent two hours previously and she was laughing and having and a good time. And everybody's having a good time. Meanwhile, I, she's posting about how she's going to fucking, I, I don't even know. I, I was so flabbergasted. I was like, how can you sit here in this room with me? Everybody's having a good time joking, watching TV, playing games and shit. Meanwhile, you're telling your Facebook friends that it's over. You can't stand it anymore. The pain is too much to bear. What pain? Yeah, turns out she has a molar coming in. <sighs> and, you know, it's like throbby pain. You can't get away from it. So I said to her, I said, instead of saying you just want to end it all, how about you say, man, this molar is coming in. It yes. really hurts. Wow. I wish it would just break through the surface already. This tooth is really unpleasant. Not I want to yes. die. And she just... She doesn't get it. And I was trying to explain to her, you can't post this shit on the internet. You can't tell everyone you know how horrible things are because someone is eventually going to take you seriously. And then there's going to be police and fucking CPS. You're going to have to go live with strangers for a while. I'm going to go to jail and nothing happened. Nothing happened. Ridiculous. So, yeah, she was banned from Facebook for a while. Yes, you're done. Until until we have some sense that you're not being an idiot. Mm-hmm. You're done. Tucked the phone away for a week and said, look, you have to use this somewhat responsibly. Stop broadcasting. I think she it. understands now. It's just unfortunate that she had to find out the hard way. The, the problem, like I said, the problem is not that I'm concerned that she's being melodramatic. The problem is in this day and age, you cannot broadcast that kind of melodrama to the universe. Right. Well, people will misread it. Yes. And I don't feel like explaining it. I don't feel like having this conversation with a hundred people explaining to them that my daughter is just being a dumbass. Because that's how it would come out. And they'd be like, well, clearly you're a monster. <sighs> Kids, remind me again where the payoff is. It'll all be over soon. It won't be. They're all getting old enough. Be patient. Nearly four out of five women and three out of five men say they believe texting, Facebook, and other social networking tools cause new couples to jump into bed faster, a survey released on Monday showed. 
smartphones and laptops are the new toys that lead to the bedroom, it said, with nearly 80% of women and 58% of men saying social media tools leads to sex faster. 65% of those polled said they had been asked out by text and 49% through a Facebook message. Once the relationship clicks, 72% of women report scouring a current partner's ex-girlfriend's Facebook pages. That's also known as creeping, that's not, according to my kids. Wait, well, I'll come back to the Jersey Shore, Kev. I, I don't, people really reacted to this strongly, and I was kind of surprised. Uh, because, to me, it just makes sense. Because the thing that leads to sex, right, is you interact with someone, mm-hmm. you find out you like them, mm-hmm. you find out that you have common interests or whatever, then eventually you both get worked up, and pretty soon there's crammings, right? I guess so. That's kind of how it works. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't, you, normally, unless you're a complete whore, you're not fucking people you haven't talked to, right? Before Facebook and text messages and stuff, communication was much more limited. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, you might talk to somebody on the phone once a day. Mm-hmm. Twice, a, you know, twice a week, three times a week, whatever. Text messages, Facebook messages and shit, you might talk to somebody a hundred times a day. That's true. So, I don't think it's necessarily that it's, bad that they're having sex faster i think it's just you're getting you're able to get to know people faster well i don't know that's necessarily that but i think people are far bolder when they can write it down because you don't have that face-to-face reaction time you don't have that visual rejection yeah but then you know that shit is out there that's true but that doesn't seem to stop most people over going hey you want to look at a picture of my junk okay again I don't understand that here's a picture of my cock fascination. That shit I know, makes I'm just no saying, though, it, people are bolder. They will say things or text things because right. you don't have that same sort of emotional risk. Well, you can ask 100 chicks out at the same time it would take That's you to ask. True. You know what I mean? You'd be like, I'm going to get one of them. Somebody's, somebody's going to say yes. Just make sure you're not forwarding it and like everybody can see. Uh, if, I was, if, if I was dating now, it would just be fucking carbon copy. Here's my mailing list. It would be the hot chicks mailing list. I'm mailing y'all. Well, when One you first y'all. told me this, you said it, it, it made them jump into bed faster. I, I, what did I say? I said, oh, you mean people playing Farmville or they're, they're trying yes. to get it over with faster so they can get back to their game? Right. Kim <laughs> thought that what I meant was Facebook makes chicks want to just, just, just do me so I can get back to my fucking Farmville. Hey, they're like neglecting Which, their children so that they can... Uh, and, right i'm not disagreeing with you i think there there are more than there's more than one woman that's just like okay just fine just fucking put it in here drop your load and get the fuck away from me i gotta get back to my farm bill i imagine there's chicks who just sitting around naked in their own goo Ew, in the wow. goo of their partner and he's just like can i have sex okay sure here it is let me just yeah, they're doing it at the same time just, just, just let me check my facebook okay that's that's the one thing i'd slap your phone right out of your hand you know what i'm saying <laughs> seriously there's times when you need to just turn that stuff off and put it away yeah i'm i'm actively fucking you can you pretend like you care can you pretend like something's happening here other than me just grinding on you for a while ridiculous but then people are like people the thing about getting asked out by text message or facebook message Mm -hmm. okay if you're already dating somebody i would hazard a guess that most of your dates are going to be set up by text message or facebook you're already dating them. They send you a text message to say, hey, do you want to go out tonight? Yes or no. Right. And I think a lot of times they might be texting when you guys are at work or you're not supposed to be making personal calls at work. It's a lot easier to send right. an electronic message of whatever sort. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I, you and I talk more on text message 
we live in the same house and i send you text messages mm. quite frequently you don't send very many text messages because quite frankly you suck at it i don't like texting it's not that you don't like at it you suck at it i have like big giant thumbs okay <sighs> kim's thumbs are roughly a third the size of my thumb i'm just saying roughly a third <laughs> the size of my thumb when it comes to texting it they're giant just, just practice a little bit just i don't wanna some things I don't even care about. Do you ever think about what it would be like if you were dating now? I mean, with all the new, no. the, all the different stuff. I, I would or be able just to think about. Up. Just think about if you and I had been dating now. Not like you're dating somebody else, but you and I are dating. Things would have been a lot different. Well, yeah, we probably never would hook up because I'd be like totally afraid of the internets and whatnot. And you'd be all sending your messages to thousands of people at once. That's true. I probably would have ended up much higher on the food chain. You would have ended up higher? Oh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, because you'd have been like the fucking uh, anti-nerd. And you'd be alone in your college room like, why does anybody ever invite me to parties? And you'd be like, bitch, get on Facebook. And you're like, I'll get raped. I wonder how many people actually actively do creep on Facebook. I mean, I mean how many people would honestly admit to it? The spying on I think people, everybody does. The, I think everybody checks out other people's friends. I, I don't think anybody. I, think would, it, I don't think anybody would deny that. Yeah, I think I do think people deny it. Oh, I would really. Never do you that. think people deny scoping out other people's yes, Twitter feeds as and much shit? as the girls are like, "Oh my god, don't do that." That's. I, dumb. I think it's like some, this taboo thing, and I'm like, um, no, because uh, you can tell about a person by their friends, right? Here's how the internet works. I go to I go to a web page. I see a link that intrigues me. I click it, and I keep doing that until I'm done with the internet. Your Facebook feed or your Twitter feed are not going to be any different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I go to your Facebook feed and I see something that's intriguing or disturbing, I'm clicking it. Well, it's I'll like, see uh, where I end up. On my personal Facebook page, I often hide posts if I don't want the girls seeing what. Because there's there's a couple of my work friends. I'll uh, say you hide stuff. I do. Because I always put stuff on, on my personal. I'm like, fuck yeah, just gave it to Kim in the butt. Cut it out. <laughs> you want me to hide that kind of stuff? So I hide yeah. it because I don't want them to see that kind of thing. Because sometimes the grown women on there are not acting as such. I don't need well, them being I, I will say this, and I think it's a trend that needs to stop. Ladies, just because you're on the internet doesn't mean you're 16 again. Exactly. So please. And I, okay. And I had a discussion with this, with somebody that's in my future profession. Mm-hmm. and her facebook page was in no way appropriate and it was public and i said you might want to not have this and she was like i don't understand what the big deal is and i was like because you look like a drunken whore right That's is this not, really what you want attractive right. exactly it's just silly now yeah. in the future i think yep. everybody's gonna look like a drunken whore so it won't matter mm, i don't think that's but true. All right, this next story, you think these kids are on Facebook? Oh, Lord. I don't know. This is it. This is the story that tells you that we're at the end of the world. Police and Oakland, California school officials are investigating a second grader's story that her classmates undressed and engaged in a sex act in a classroom, an allegation a district spokesman called unthinkable. A seven-year-old girl told a teacher's aide on Wednesday about two incidents one in which she said some of her classmates stripped, and another when two allegedly had oral sex. Oh, dear. 
the smacks of the kindergartner that was having sex on the playground in the little tunnel or whatever. Now, obviously, the parents have lost their minds, right? And are screaming for blood. Rightly so. And now, wait, though. I understand that the school should have been supervising them better, okay? Yeah. Don't, Don't get me wrong. But when I was a kid going to school and I was six or seven, there were times when the teacher left the classroom, right? For one reason or another. Okay, but we also lived in a time where it was a-okay for a teacher to drag you up to the front of the class by your hair. Okay, I'm just saying. It's not the same. I'm just saying. Nobody ever got their dick sucked when I was in second grade. That's true. Now, the real problem here and the problem that nobody is going to address is that these kids learned this behavior somewhere. Somewhere. Okay? It wasn't at school. All right? That's probably true. It's 100% true. They learned it from their mama, asking them to make it rain while she stripped for the YouTubes. Cut it out. Kim. I, I'm not I saying showed that you that, that fucking video. I saw that video, okay. but it's most likely that they're learning it from older siblings or older children in general. They're learning it from their parents. I know you don't want to think that, and I know that it is a true sign of the apocalypse, but they're learning it because they've seen their parents fucking either someone. No, either, no. Okay. How much stuff did you learn okay. from... Kids that were older than you. And they didn't even have to be that much older. About than you. fucking? Yes. Zero. The the odds that at seven years old I could whip down my pants and have any understanding of what seven. to do with my penis. I'm saying zero. seven is an unusually young age. But I said if you look back, you probably learn more from people that were either your peer group or older than you. Okay. Not from your parents. It was a bunch of crazy. I'm sure your parents didn't talk to you about sex at all you're right and what i'm saying is you didn't you don't learn about people sucking your dicks from your friends you don't i know what you're saying and what i'm saying is the kind of behavior where a dick actually gets sucked at seven years old is because the parents are doing something wrong i I guarantee you if you look into this the kids that were involved have there's been some bad touch in their life no but that is not necessarily by the parents a lot of times that stuff happens behind the parents backs like if there's a a caregiver and yeah. the parents don't know that stuff is going yeah, on. Yeah, maybe. Or let's see, huh? Maybe yeah. the Sunday school teacher. You just don't know. Yeah, maybe. I- I'm saying they probably learned it at home. One way or another, they learned it at home. And I think that's the where it needs to be investigated. Now, I think the school needs to institute a policy that we don't let these precocious seven year olds alone because apparently they're little fucking bonobos waiting to happen. Oh my God. That's just really. Appalling. Yeah, I told you I this, is, this is an end of the world kind of story. This kind of shit is mind melting. And we've done it to ourselves. I don't know how it happened, but we did it to ourselves. I actually blame Britney Spears. You know that? Cut it out. No, I really do. Because she is the, I think she was the ultimate manifestation of the sexualization of kids. It has been going on for forever. I, yes. Forever. But, okay. Before Britney Spears rolled along, it was not acceptable. It was not. And she turned it into something that was, eh, all right. I understand she looks 16. Big fucking deal. I'm saying, our culture's eating its young. Pay attention. Pay attention. You can't trust anybody. It's starting to get to be that way. Except for me. You can trust me. I, well, never... I can trust you to tell the truth, at least. About what? About pretty much anything. Whatever you're thinking, you'll say it. Mm. Okay, for the most part. <laughs> I showed a lot of restraint. That story right there, <sighs> I was biting back a lot. 
I could. I was about to say a lot of stuff, but I could see you were getting uptight, so I let it go. But I'm just saying, the only people you can trust are people like me. Teachers, preachers, doctors, nurses, lawyers. Me? Yes. You know why? Because I won't lie to you. Not generally. I'll, I'll lie to you if it's a good lie. You know what I mean? Like you look pretty today. No, I would never lie about that. Sometimes you make, you know, sometimes you do stuff and I tell you it looks good, even though I don't understand it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You better stop. No, there's stuff, there's stuff. There's stuff that you do that I don't understand. So I don't pretend like I do. I just go, okay. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's a lot like you when I talk to you about anything important. You're so rude. <laughs> you go. Okay, sure. All right, you got any other stories over there? I don't. What? You're very hostile lately. Mm-hmm. I'm going to teach you a lesson. They have calls. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Preferably not at 3 o'clock in the morning. Thanks. You can call it whenever. I don't care. <laughs> Email. show at gmail.com. Thank you, Amazon, for being my sponsor. Also, thank you for the Kindle. It's made my life so much better. Don't forget your juices at uh, Blueberry.com. Vote for us podcast.com. Leave us a review on iTunes. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Flash your tits and write our, your name on our our name on your shirt. You know what I'm saying? Do something nice. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at podcastalley.com.